Angie has made it easier than ever to connect with skilled professionals to get all your jobs projects done well. I absolutely love this because, you know, if you own a home, it can be really hard to maintain. It's hard to find people that can help you for a big project or a small. Well, whether it's in everyday maintenance and repairs or making dream projects a reality, it can be hard just to know where to start. But now all you need to do is answer that and find a skilled local pro who will deliver the quality and expertise you need. Angie has over 20 years of home service experience, and they've combined it with new tools to simplify the whole process. Bring them your project online or with the Angie app, answer a few questions, and Angie can handle the rest from start to finish. Or help you compare quotes from multiple pros and connect instantly, which means you can take care of just about any home project in just a few taps, because when it comes to getting the most out of your home, you can do this when you Angie that. Download the free Angie mobile app today or visit Angie.com. That's A-N-G-I dot com. This episode is brought to you by Shopify. Forget the frustration of picking commerce platforms when you switch your business to Shopify. The global commerce platform that supercharges your selling wherever you sell. With Shopify, you'll harness the same intuitive features, trusted apps, and powerful analytics used by the world's leading brands. Sign up today for your $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash tech, all lowercase. That's shopify.com slash tech. What's up, y'all? Welcome back to Unfazed and Unbothered. I'm Tasia. I'm Camo. And today we're going to be doing some Q&As because we always get questions and we never have the the time really to answer all of them on social media. There's only so much you can do on Instagram and TikTok to kind of sum up everybody's questions. And even when you do answer them, people still, they miss it and then you get the same question all the time. Yeah, so this will be a cute little reference point. Yeah, this is going to be like a whole episode just answering you guys' questions. We asked on Instagram a lot of different, or you guys asked a lot of different things, and I'm excited to. Dive so we're going into to it. share who asked and answer the questions. Okay, well, um, so Tasia's recording on her phone, so she's gonna have. So to I'm gonna have to. I screenshot it and send it to him. So on mine, should I answer like a few? Yeah. Okay. So Kayla XOXO asked, "Do you want more babies after this one?" So I've already answered this on TikTok several times, but obviously, like I said, like people don't always see it. So um, they will be cutting and chopping off my tubes after he's here. Um, So there will be no more babies. (laughs) Thank you and God bless you. Um, So two and done. I said one and done, but you know, it is what it is. Things change. Um, (laughs) Two's a good number. Two's a good, and I got the best of both worlds. So I have a boy and a girl. Now, if I would have had another girl, I probably maybe would have tried yeah. because I wanted a boy. And I feel like when people view me, they're like, you look more like a boy mom than a girl mom. And I can I can definitely feel that vibe. But also, like, Greenlee is just very different than, like, most girls. She's just fucking hilarious. Yeah, she fucking is. She's one of the, the most funniest babies I've ever been around. And I'm not just saying that because she's my child. She's fucking funny. She's not my child, and I can attest. She like, is. she is, yeah. So, it's like, I don't know what I would do without her. Like, I think she's going to be a comedian when she gets older. Oh, probably. And then Prince Princeton's going to be in the NBA. 
because he's going to be so fucking tall. I love how you're already planning their futures. Yeah, like I posted a TikTok yesterday and it was like me when I'm trying to eat healthy. And it was a Princeton's ultrasound picture. And he was like, I want waffle fries, like that audio. <laughs> and somebody said, and with the number one NBA star, because <laughs> his legs are so fucking long. Oh my God, they are. They're like over his They're long as fuck. Like when, every time we go to the doctor, they're like, oh my fucking gosh, his legs. And they said his weight's off because his legs are so long. Like what? So they don't, they can't determine an actual weight because he's so fucking long. <laughs> him is a long, not so bad to plank him. Okay, so so hopefully he'll have hair. He'll probably have more hair than Greenlee, poor baby. God bless her. Um, so <laughs> the next question is, if your life had a theme song, what would it be? You get the limo out front. We love a cute and gorgeous <laughs> Hannah Montana moment. That is so cute and gorgeous. So that would be my theme song. Um, <laughs> favorite binge show to watch would be Wentworth because I've been waiting on season nine for a periodically long, rough time, and I'm fucking okay. tired of it. And then, and then I put a fucking thing on Instagram. I was like, hey, y'all, y'all know when this comes out and they were giving me these illegal websites. Like, bitch, I'm on parole. Like, have some respect. <laughs> put some respect on my name. <laughs> I, no, that's a serious thing. There's somebody I know that they were fucking doing that and they're, um, they're, uh, they were using like, um, the illegal websites uh-huh. and their phone company called them and said if they didn't stop, they were going to turn them in. <gasps> like, so I don't know, maybe years ago it wasn't like a thing, but it's a serious thing oh, now. Oh, they'll track your IP address. They'll track you now. And even if, like, you, there's some things you wouldn't fucking know. But now I feel like it's kind of hard not to know because there's, like, a bunch of, like, uh, porn and nudes and shit when you go to internet. Mm-hmm. So I was, like, trying to watch it. My husband was like, you know, this is illegal. And I was like, yeah, but is that, like, an actual thing? And he was like, yeah, like, this happened to somebody I know. And, like, they contacted him and said if they didn't stop, they were going to cancel their um, their service their service with them and That's turn crazy. them in. It's very crazy. So the fact that y'all did that, the audacity. Um, y'all are setting me Wait, up. Wait, so what other shows? Um, honestly, that's it because I don't really watch TV, Bren. I'm on the same page. Well, I, I, Teen Mom, I've all, because I literally grew up watching that. I really wish um, this, this show is like, I'm not a show person either. I did really like Insatiable with Demi Ryan. It's so like corny and so... Demi Ryan? Debbie Ryan? What do you think this is? Demi Lovato? <laughs> With Demi Orion? I mean, Demi. <laughs> I'm fucking high as biscuits. Um, so embarrassing. Hey, little Demi. <laughs> no, Debbie. I'm so sorry, Debbie. I didn't mean to do you like that. But no, it's so funny to me. It's like so dramatic and over the top and like overdone. But they canceled it. I don't know why. And I, I was obsessed. Like, I, that's the first show in years I've binged. Because it probably didn't do that well. Because to be honest with you, friend, I was like very bored through the whole time. I was like this. I've always wanted to be a beauty queen. So when I saw that, I was like, yes, queen. <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to kill myself. Um, is your family supportive about you being on social media? Any cons? So this is a really good question because my dad's always been very, um, actually, my family's always been very supportive. My dad's been like very, very supportive. Like my dad kind of like, he believed more in me than my than I believed in myself. Um, Your dad's a good one. My dad will call me and be like, "You are a beautiful girl." Like he'll just randomly call me. Right? <laughs> the other day we were talking, we were talking on the phone. He was like, "Tasha, you know, you are a very beautiful girl." And I'm thinking, "Yeah, I know." <laughs> the fuck? <laughs> this ain't nothing new here. I'm just kidding. <laughs> no, but like it's just so funny. Like my dad saying that. I'm like, "Thank you, Dad. Yes, I'm very pretty. Thank you for letting me know that. I look just like you. So what are you trying to say?" 
that you're a fucking beauty queen. You wished you could look this damn good every day. But um, <laughs> no, like my dad's just like my hype man. My mom for a long time, like she's always been supportive. She has, but she's, my mom is always worried about me. Yeah. Like I, I used to take social media um, to heart, like anything anybody said. I had an eating disorder because people would call me fat on social media, even though I was fucking skinny as hell. Um, but people would just say that to be trolls. And so my mom has, she was scared for me to kind of get back on social media because she's always, she's understood more about my mental health than anybody. Um, because a lot of people, when I say, oh, I have anxiety and depression or like, I don't come out of my room. My mom was literally experiencing that. Like I've always lived with my mom until, you know, I got older and moved out. But so she would see me like depressed, have an eating disorder, staying in my room. And so she would just worry about me. So it's not that she wasn't supportive. She just always worried. But yes, my family has always been really supportive. They've always wanted me to do what makes me happy. Um, my mom's just been, you know, always told me to be careful. Angie has made it easier than ever to connect with skilled professionals to get all your jobs projects done well. I absolutely love this because, you know, if you own a home, it can be really hard to maintain. It's hard to find people that can help you for a big project or a small. Well, whether it's in everyday maintenance and repairs or making dream projects a reality, it can be hard just to know where to start. But now all you need to do is answer that and find a skilled local pro who will deliver the quality and expertise you need. Angie has over 20 years of home service experience, and they've combined it with new tools to simplify the whole process. Bring them your project online or with the Angie app, answer a few questions, and Angie can handle the rest from start to finish. Or help you compare quotes from multiple pros and connect instantly, which means you can take care of just about any home project in just a few taps, because when it comes to getting the most out of your home, you can do this when you Angie that. Download the free Angie mobile app today or visit Angie.com. That's A-N-G-I dot com. I think my mom tries, she looks at the, what is the word for it? Like, my dad's the kind of person that, like, he shoots for the stars. Mm-hmm. Like, he has these big dreams, and, like, he's like, let's go for it, and I'm, this is going to happen. My mom tries She's to She's more like a realist. Period. And so, for a while, she was like, well, you know, you might be making money now, but what about in the future? Like, this is not an everyday thing, but when I actually, you know, think about it, I've been doing this since I was 14. Yeah. And if anything, it's gotten better. Even when I disappeared off the internet for so many years, when I finally put myself back out there, it's like it just shot back up again. Yeah. So that, and, and I can't blame her for that because anybody would think like that, but I had to kind of like give myself some, some grace and, and really believe in myself so that I could get to where I'm at today. Because to be honest, if I wouldn't have done that, I would be miserable right now. I would still be living with my, my parents and I wouldn't be happy. Like I wasn't happy living with my parents because I was too old and I had a baby and I, it was time for me to move the fuck on. You know, when you when you get to a certain age and you are not proud of where you are, it starts fucking with your mind. And I really feel like if I wouldn't have exp- like put myself out there again, I don't know if I'd be in in the the mental state that I am today. Like I wouldn't be happy, and I'm in a very good place today. Um, but anyways, so yeah, and the rest of my family, they just they've always kind of just been rooting for me. Like yeah, so I've I've been very blessed when it comes to family being supportive but for you you've had a different experience for sure um so my mother was definitely my biggest fan and my biggest supporter and she always believed in everything I did 
And, you know, my dad, he's always believed in me as well. Um, but my dad is also kind of like the reverse of your parents. Like my dad's always like, so what are you going to do in the future? And I just don't like that energy. You know, I really want people to root for me and respect that this is what I'm doing. And I don't need anybody's support really and truly because I'm going to do it nonetheless. But it would be a lot easier for me to know that my family is supportive. And so for me, like, I don't like when people cast that doubt because manifestation is so powerful. So when you have people around you like, mm, yeah, then it's probably not going to work. Or, oh, yeah, it's not in the cards. Or, oh, yeah, this, this, that, this, this could happen, that could happen, this could go wrong. I don't need that energy around me. I need people who are like, fuck yeah, you're doing this. I'm ready to see what's next. So it's not that my family's, uh, some of my family's not been supportive. They just, honestly, they don't understand um, social media because it's like they grew up knowing me and like I was a regular person. And so I think like a lot of these, I'm not a celebrity, but like I know like a lot of celebrities, their story was their parents were telling them, go to college, go do this, go do that. And now look at them. They're so massively successful because they believe in themselves. And that's like you said, you have to have faith in yourself and believe in yourself because that's essential. So yeah, my family is supportive, um, but they're just like confused about it and they have their worries and they have their doubts, but I don't like that energy at all, honestly. No, but I also, you were the only friend that kept forcing me to get on social media. And when I say force, I'm grateful for that because like when I got out of prison, you put me on TikTok. You're like, we're doing a video and we're putting you on TikTok. And you were like, is that Tasia from Vine? And when I saw how good it did, it kind of like made me like have belief that like maybe I could do it and do good. You get what I'm saying? Well, I knew that, especially because TikTok really is so quick. I knew that because you kind of disappeared for a while and because Vine RIP, I knew that once people saw you again, not only would they think you were funny, but they would remember that name and be like, oh my God, let me just follow her. And it worked. And I'm so happy you put yourself back out there because you do have a light that people follow and people do like you. And I'm just, I'm really proud of you, honestly. It's it's awesome that you've put yourself out there again and it's working. And I'm so happy for what we're doing right now. Me too. And I really don't feel like, I don't know, like I think that I was so beat down by social media for so long and ashamed. And I feel like it really, I think after the sexual assault, like I was, I don't know what it was. Like I felt like I lost myself, but also I, I it literally, that's the exact word. I, like I lost myself. I felt like my identity, my personality, stripped away. everything was stripped away. And people don't talk about that. It's not just, and then you have these people that are like, okay, well you're sexually assaulted, but now you sleep with like so many people. That is a lot of times it ends up happening because you feel like your innocence was taken from you. So just might as well, whatever, fuck it. And I just felt like everything was stripped for me. And so I, it was hard for me to put myself back on the internet because I just felt like everybody was like looking at me like weird. But in all reality, it was all in my head and I needed to heal from things. And so prison really helped me do that because, you know, I always make jokes about prison and shit, but really prison wasn't fun at all. Like, I was in there for eight months. This is, you know, when the corona first started. I didn't see Greenlee for eight months. Didn't know how she moved. I didn't know her facial expressions. You know, I I, she, I would talk to her on the phone when I'd call home. 
And I would hope that the next month we'd get visitation or something, or I'd see her on like a video visit. But like, I didn't know my own daughter. And so that, that time in prison helped me focus on myself. And when people ask me like, how did you get close with God? That was my way of getting close with God. Because yes, I grew up in a family where people, and honestly kind of shoved, uh, faith and Christianity down my throat um, to the point where on Sundays they'd blast Christian music and I had anxiety and my dad would get mad um, because I would go over to my dad's house and I would have such bad anxiety and shit. And he would ask me a question and I'd be like, I don't know, I can't lie because I would think I was going to go to hell. So I think that I grew up having a fear. Yes, I always believed in God and loved God, but I had this fear of what it was. So when I went to prison and I really you know, had the understanding of like, this is my time where I can learn more about myself and like what I want out of life. That was my time to do that. And so me being away from where, I don't even know what, what got me on the subject because I think I'm losing my train of thought. Just go with the frame. <laughs> what, what were we originally talking about? Why I started talking about this? Oh, we started off talking about our families being supportive. And then I got here for some reason. It's okay, friend. Just go with it. Okay. So anyways... <laughs> So, oh, okay. So yes, me being in prison or whatever and, and being away from my child. So that kind of, it broke me into, it, it broke me into somebody else. I don't, I don't really know how to explain it. Um, and I remember people in prison getting so mad, like we're not getting visitation and like, I can't see my family and I'm thinking, I can't see my daughter. And these are like the, the most precious moments of her life. Like I don't get yeah. to see her grow over these months. So I didn't get to, I got to experience three months of her as a baby, but I don't, I didn't get to experience anything else. And so, you know, I got closer with God and then I realized what I wanted to do out of life. And I prayed about it and I prayed like, I just prayed for a lot of stuff. Like I was scared to get out of prison, but for some reason it just kind of hit me like that I could do social media again. Like, and me going to prison healed me of things that I hadn't been healed of. Like I didn't have to go to a counselor and talk about things to heal. It was something about sitting in my, my bunk every day and reading the Bible and like just believing that things were going to get better. It was like a healing process. And then not being able to see your family and shit, not being able to see the outside world for eight months. That's a long fucking time. Yeah. So you really have no choice but to heal. And there's so many people in there that, you know, use it as a negative thing. And I had to use it as a positive thing. And so you eventually get so, yes, it sucked not being able to see her, but so many great things happened from not being able to. Like when I first got out of prison, Greeley didn't know who the fuck I was. Like my mom had came to get me from the prison and Greenlee was looking at me and started crying because I was trying to hold her. And I was talking to her like, yeah, you're my child and I love you. And she's like, bitch, I don't know who the fuck you are. So, and I'm sitting in the back seat with her because I hadn't seen my child since she was three months old. And she was what, 11 months old at that time? Maybe, I don't fucking know. But she was almost a year. So I got out in October. So yeah, she was, she was 11 months old. So she was about to be one. So I got out right before she turned one. And it took her like two days to realize that I was her mom. And then she started calling me mommy. And ever since, and now she won't shut the fuck up. So, <laughs> <laughs> so I love my little ball head up again. But no, like for, but years prior to that, I was too beaten down to do it. And, and so I'm grateful that I had to go through that. But so we always talk about the bad shit that we went through and we make light of it. But I don't think people ever really understand like what we go through. You get what I'm saying? Mm -hmm. I don't know where the fuck I was going with this, but I just felt like I, I had to have a heart to heart just then. Well, you know, you had to get it off your chest. Yeah. It's, it's okay. Yeah. But I think now we could take a break. 
Yes, ma'am. So we'll be right back. Thank you and God bless you. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. Look, Bumble knows you're exhausted by dating. All the, must not take yourself too seriously, and 6-1 since that matters, and what do I even say other than, hey? <sighs> well, that's why they're introducing an all-new Bumble. With exciting features to make compatibility easier, starting the chat better, and dating safer. They've changed, so you don't have to. Download the new Bumble now. Hey, little bitches, we're back and we're better. So we just left off with a long, you know, little Tasia kind of got off track or whatever, but we're not going to talk about it. We're not going to judge. You know, something just come to your mind and you just got to get it off your chest because, you know, this is a therapy session. Thank you and God bless. So, you know, why don't you answer some questions for him? Okay, bitch. Um, let's see. Where do I start? Where do I start? I should have had this more organized. Um, Mackenzie Southard. So I hope I said that right. Do you ever want kids? I do. And I think I also would like one girl and one boy. That's always been my dream. But um, as far as when, don't ask. Because I don't know. I definitely want to have like a stable home and husband before I do that. But um, let's see. Okay, so Decode Perfection asked, do you think making music slash singing is your best way to cope with depression, etc.? Um, I've answered this before. Absolutely. So writing and recording music has always been my therapy. It's always been um, how I coped with anything from beef that I've had. I've written like diss tracks um, when I've gone through losing my mother. I wrote several songs about that uh, experience. Um, heartbreak. I've written albums on that shit so yeah to answer your question yes absolutely um let's see what drives you this is asked by adelita uh, adelita I'm adelita adelita yeah. 70 underscore adelita 75 i hope i said that right i'm so sorry what drives you to continue being positive despite all the negativity so I look at negativity and doubt and hate as motivation. So when people are nasty to me, it honestly drives me more to want to go harder, to, to do more, to, to do bigger things, just so I can be like, ha, fuck you. So trust and believe when I give my first Grammy speech, I'm going to be like, yeah, and for all you stupid bitches who had a lot to say, bitch, look what I got. Look what you want, <laughs> period. Period. Um, so yeah, it, it just really 
drives me to continue doing what I'm doing. But also, like, yeah, I, I do get hate. But at the same time, I get so much more love. I honestly don't. On Vine, it was a different story. I've said this before, but Vine, like, I would have, like, three to 500 comments on a video. And They'd be 90% shaming you. of it was, you're fat. Yeah. You're a faggot. You're this. Same. You're that. And then I'd have, like, two people, like, oh, my God, he's funny. Yeah. TikTok and then, a- but then what was what was crazy was um, when I lost weight, I lost like a lot of weight. They still were calling you that. Well, no, no, no. What was crazy was once I lost a lot of weight, even the people that fucked with me and were like supporters were like, you're not funny anymore because you're not fat. I'm like, damn, I can't fucking win for shit. But um, for the most part now, especially with TikTok, I don't get much hate, but... Um, so it, the 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 positivity and the love really overshadows all the hate. So um, that's that on that. Um, Brinettes four asked, "How do you feel about being recognized in public?" Um, I actually met a girly at Ulta the other day, and she was like, "I bet it's so annoying people coming up to you." And girly, if you're listening, no, it's not. I love it. Honestly, I love meeting everyone who comes up to me because if it wasn't for you guys, I wouldn't be where I'm at. So I love engaging with you guys. I love meeting y'all. I love taking pictures. I love having like real conversations. I've seen like other people who have followings and they're just like, hey, hey. But like, I'll you've had there. really good experiences too. I've had really bad ones. I'll, I'll, I'll talk to girlies for like five and 10 minutes. Um, because like, I love to get to know people. So when people come up to me and they're like so nice about it, I'm like, fuck yeah, like, I fuck with you. You ride for me and the vibe is mutual. Um, but there has been some weird instances for sure. Um, you know, but you know, whatever. I do, in, to answer your question, I do enjoy it, I would say, for the most part. Um, the one thing that kind of like throws me off sometimes is like, and this isn't just for me. I know this is like anybody who has a platform, like people going out to eat. There's like, what I wish that people would understand is there's time and place. And so, like, if we're if you're like walking to the restaurant, because I know like that one time when like people bombarded you and you had like a fucking mouthful, and it's like that's kind of well, it scared me like when people do that because I'll be out with my family and they'll go and get in front of Greenlee, yeah, and I can't see her, but also they were like shoving phones in my face. I've had really bad experiences though. I genuinely like meeting people that are really nice, and I've had a lot of interactions with people that are very very nice, especially when I go to like these restaurants up here. Yeah. All the servers so fucking nice. But for some reason, when I'm around the mall area, I have a lot of bad, scary experiences. Like, and it's usually younger kids that are probably like in high school. They come up to me and shove a phone in my face and get in front of Greenlee where I can't see her and it fucking freaks me out. Yeah, they don't know how to handle them. Because I, so. I have a kid. You know what I'm saying? I got to make sure I can see her. And also, I always worry, like, are you trying to distract me because of my kid? You know? But that's my anxiety. Yeah, well, I mean, you have a child, so that's a whole other thing to worry about. I would be scared for my life always. Um... Let's see. <laughs> How about we go on another break and I'll gather some more questions. That was a quick break, but um We'll be right back, y'all. Love y'all. <laughs> Hello, period. Hey. Welcome back, y'all. Hey bitches. Cause we unfazed and we unbothered. Thank you and I God bless you. Um, what were you are you in, still answering your questions, friend? So, so I out of anxiety, said, let's go to a break because I kept scrolling through all the questions. <laughs> um, but let's see. So my friend, Miss Jenna J, yours truly since 97, wants to know, 
what our favorite TikToks we've ever made was. Mine would definitely be the one where I went into the gas station and used my prison ID to get a vape. And they tried to deny me. And I was like, um, if, excuse the fuck out of me. I just got out of prison, bitch. This is the ID they gave me. Right. And he and the dude, he didn't have nothing to say. I mean, you know what I'm saying? Like, fuck. It said Lee Arendelle State Prison as my address. But it's not like your age changes. That's the thing that I don't understand about, like, expired IDs. Like, the gas station doesn't want to sell you tobacco products. Like, I didn't just fucking what's that motherfucker's name benjamin buttons and like go back in time like i'm still of age i never understood that but um for me so because of what it did i would say my favorite tiktok was me opening up about the experience i had at the tavern if you know you know um so i made a video explaining about how they kind of allowed people to be homophobic and ugly to me and basically told me you signed up for this and to my surprise in a matter of 24 hours over 10,000 people left one star reviews um they deleted their facebook page for months because of it their yelp their google reviews and their what is that other one where like if you're traveling i don't know what it's called but all these websites went down on Top Dog. Like, whatever. Is that what I said? Um, you couldn't leave a review anymore because it said, due to waves in the media, you can no longer leave reviews. And their rating plummeted. Now, um, for legalities, this is true. I never, I never asked anyone to do that. The internet works in mysterious ways. And in fact, I did come back and encourage people to stop at one point. Um, but all I did was share my experience and the fucking reviews were hilarious. It was like when you would read the reviews, you obviously knew something happened. Like if somebody was like actually checking this restaurant out, <laughs> they would have known that like something happened. They said because... that the manager like drop kicked their kid in the throat and shit. Yeah, they'd be like, the manager shit on my table. And someone said that uh, the manager uh, threw their grandmother's urn off the table and it exploded everywhere. Like they said he was karate chopping them, like was like jerking off in front of them. Like it was the most bizarre shit. And there was people leaping Harry Potter novels on fucking Yelp. So I fucking. I ride for you bitches. Y'all some real ones. So to answer that question, that was probably my favorite. If not that one, probably the abandoned house that me and Trent went to that there was like blood all over the place. Um, that kind of, that was a, a big situation. But um, anyways, moving on. Um, what does a true friend mean to you? Was asked by it's underscore Alexis. What does a true friend mean to me? No, I'll let you think on that. Loyalty. 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 Oh, is I thought key. we had to like go into like uh like a Well, somebody who's there for you. Being that we put ourselves on the internet, it is hard to make real friends. So people who are genuinely there, like ask how your day is, people who don't betray your trust, people who really just care for you. Yeah, like, and no matter the circumstances. Yeah, like like you like I went to prison, you were still my friend. Girl, I was hitting you up on JPay. And you are the only friend that like even though you've like been through my drug and alcohol addiction, you never be like, I hope you don't start doing that again. Oh, I can't no, stand that. No, because I've made mistakes too and I knew that what you were doing was a direct reflection of your mental state and you know, you prayed and prayed and prayed to have 
a child because you knew that that would ultimately change you and save you. And it did. And I watched that happen in real time. And so I definitely had my worries, but like you came back and you were different and like, I'm going to respect your space and your growth. And like anybody who's going to sit there and keep throwing the past in your face, like that's not a supportive friend. So somebody who is there allows for growth, somebody who is supportive of you, like, you know, I've had a lot of friends who've been like jealous and like weird with my social media endeavors. And like, I don't think anyone owes me any type of like shout outs or anything like that. But like funny how some friends of mine were like really supportive when I didn't have anything. And then I started growing and then they like don't fuck with me anymore. And I'm like, hmm, very interesting, very interesting. Bitch. Yeah. So loyalty is mm -hmm. the ultimate answer there. A lot of people keep asking me, I'll answer this guys. Um, Dylan, Wisco asked, how old are you? First of all, I'm 26. I'll be 27, December 2nd. Are you strictly a bottom? <laughs> everyone, when you're gay, everyone wants to know what position you play. And I think that's a very intrusive question, but <laughs> you know what? I'm an open book. So I would say for me, I'm versatile. I like to give in, get babby. So to answer your question, versatile. Um, do probably prefer bottoming, but you know what? Probably TMI, but you know what? It is what it is. Um, okay, what else can I answer? Um, somebody asked me something about Trent. Where was it at? Oh, I'll answer this one first. XOXO B90, best thrifting find. Have you, do you like thrift stores? Be honest. You yeah. don't have to tell me yes. No, I don't. Okay, I, I respect your honesty, Bestels. Thank you. Um, my best. You know, you knew better than Ashley that. You knew I was going to say no. Well, because we'd fucking every time when I was pregnant with Greenlee, we'd go into the thrift store and I'd fucking cry every time. I knew you didn't love it, but I didn't know like if you like completely hated it. But um, there's a, there's a couple that I liked. It was it's just Goodwill. Like there's like a couple like the ones that one that we went to in um, Winder and it had like juicy stuff. Like it has like it had like actual like cute stuff uh -huh. but the goodwill it just gets very repetitive and you know well yeah i i can i can agree with you on that but i would say my favorite um thrift find so this is another example of manifestation i used to go I, that's and, where i found my hair is that a thrift store oh yeah it is. i can tell them yeah them, that, that horse hair girl she's taking it right up in they had a party city extensions for for cheap <laughs> Everybody's like, where do you get them from? I'm like, girl, I got them from the thrift store. Party City. Party City extensions. Um, I Okay, so manifestation, another example. I would go into Saks all the time, and I wanted this blue leather Longchamp bag. And when I was, like, first popping off on TikTok, my creator fund was a little more lucrative. And so I was like, I'm going to buy that. But it was, like, 600 bucks. And I was like, eh, I'm not going to buy this. It's kind of a, you know, a, a stupid purchase for me to make. I swear on everything I love. A few months after I didn't make that stupid ass purchase, I went to Goodwill in Atlanta in Buckhead and I found it brand new. It, it didn't have like the price tag on it, but it had like the sticker where the price tag was on. So like there's no scratches on it and it's the exact bag I want. I paid five bucks for it. I've honestly not carried it because I'm waiting for the right moment, but um, yeah. Um, v Stokes 15 wants to know, have you and me ever had a friend breakup? No. No. We've honestly never gotten in, like, even a fight, really. No, and even if we, like, we got into, like, a misunderstanding, we just usually talked it out. Yeah, like, we've, I mean, 
no friendship is perfect. We've definitely been frustrated and annoyed with each other, but like we're yeah. pretty transparent with one another and we've like sat down and like discussed our differences and like I think our relationship is more like brother and sister. No, it really is. So like yeah. no, we've never like when a period of time with like uh, we don't have to try and like walk on eggshells each other. like what it is what it is yeah i think neither one of us is like scared to hurt the other one's feelings yeah if we're being real and like i love a friendship that can like be real because like everyone most people want to hear what they want to hear and like i respect that like we both I want to hear the truth like if i'm doing something stupid or if i look ugly that day or if i'm not doing something i should be doing like be transparent. Be like, Cam, stop. And that's what you do. And so, um, no, we've not ever. Um, not underscore your underscore average underscore your underscore mama underscore. As <laughs> what shampoo and conditioner do you use? Your hair is always gorgeous. Well, thank you so much. All Plex. All Plex. She saved my life. You just saying. Well. Honestly, I love it. She really did. Also, shout out to them. Thank you for sending us products. I'm very happy about that. Um, but please send me some more. Um, <laughs> I don't have a code or anything for you guys. So, um, this, is not pro- this is not promo. Um, spooky period, Becky, how did you start Tara? I want to learn. So I just started doing it. I got me a Tara book. There's really no right or wrong way to do it. I think you have the it. touch for it. Not everybody does. That is true. And I do, I've always been into spirituality. Um, I started getting Tara readings and I was like, you know what? It's like, it's fascinating. And so I just got a book and I, um, just started doing it. There's really no right or wrong way to do it. I, I just feel guided by spirit to the cards to choose. And then... I'm, I will be transparent. I'm not at the expert level where I can look at every card and confidently tell you what each card means. There's 78 different cards. Every card has a different meaning upright and reversed. So when I do my readings, I'm very transparent with people I read. And I'm like, look, girl, that's, this is the T. So I'd be reading from this book on each card just so I feel like I'm giving the most educated and ad- accurate. But the real magic is like in the drawing of the cards. You know what I'm saying? Um, let's go back to some of your questions though, friend, because I'm over here answering all these questions, bitch. Um, so yeah. Uh, did I answer the one about like where I got Greenlee's name? No. So Bethany K23 asked, how'd you come up with the name Greenlee? So actually when I was pregnant with Greenlee, I kept coming up with all these random names and I was sitting in the car with my stepmom and I was like, I don't know what I can name her. And she was like, you want to hear this like story? So she used to watch these soap operas and I was like, yeah. My stepmom, so she's not really my stepmom, but she is because she's my brother's mom. And, like, we have a really close relationship. I love you, Danielle. Thank you. I love you so much. Um, but anyways, uh, we talk often. But she, we were in the car one day, and she was like, so, you know, like, I thought London was going to be a girl. And so she said, I came, I, I was watching the soap opera, and the, girl, the girl's name was Greenlee on there. She said she spelt it like G-R-E-E-N-L-E-I-G-H, like Greenlee. And she was like, so that would be cute. And I was like, dude, I love that. But except I want to spell it G-R-E-E-N-L-Y. And so that's how I came up with it because my stepmom was telling me she was going to name my brother that. And I loved it. I've never heard any other person named that. And then I got Harlow because, so basically my husband, Greenlee has the same initials as my husband. And I we did that on purpose. And so Gavin is Gavin Houston. And then Greenlee is Greenlee Harlow. And that so, just flows so beautifully. Greenly Harlow. So she sounds like a little flower child. And then, like, we love her. That's the mommy ball head of freaking Plankin. Um, but, um, and then Gavin came up with um, our son's name. So he, that's, everybody's like, where'd you get Princeton from? So I let him pick Princeton because I picked Greenly anyways. What's Princeton's middle name? Rain. Like R-E-I-G-N. 
Prince and Rain. That's so cute and gorgeous. And my family was like, so are, are you naming him Prince Rain like Prince the, the <gasps> musician? And I was like, dude, I never thought about I that. I never thought of that. I call him Prince, and they're like like the Purple Rain, and I was like, I don't even, even think about that, but I'm like, no, it's just Prince and Rain, but I love it, like I just love it. And Gavin doesn't particularly love the middle name Rain, but he didn't love Greenlee's name either, and now he loves it, so it's like whatever. I think that's I think it flows beautifully. So we have a little Greenlee, and we have a Prince then, a mommy's Prince and a Green Bean, and mommy loves the ball head of Plankins. Okay, so um, somebody said, how would you want to be remembered as a bad bitch? Um, and that was who asked that? Caitlin Renee. Um, Lacey Dot Chantel asked the struggles of raising a kid and the positives about it. So the struggle for me is I'm a pushover. Um, my husband has to like get on to me sometimes because Greenlee will do shit that's not okay. And instead of me like getting on to her, I laugh about it and show her that it's funny. And I don't mean to do it, I just fucking can't help it. Like, I can't take shit serious. Mm-hmm. And so my husband would be like, that's not fucking funny. <laughs> and I'm like, no, it is. okay, period. It's not funny then. I have to walk off because I'm I'm going to fucking die laughing. Well, the other day she started saying bitch. I was like. <gasps> well, yeah, because I got off the phone with Cam and I was like, okay, bitch, bye, bitch. And so Greenlee, as soon as I got off the phone, she goes, bitch. Bye, bitch. And she goes, mommy, bitch. <laughs> bitch. Mommy, bitch. And I was like. Oh, okay, I just looked at her and didn't say anything. Because if I say Greenlee, don't say that again, she's going to laugh and do it because she knows that it gets on my nerves. Greenlee knows what she's doing. She feeds off my energy. So if I get irritated about something or I tell her not to do it, she's going to keep doing it. Now, if my husband tells her not to do some shit, she's going to look at him and know better. But with me, she don't give a fuck. Um, Greenlee will straight up hit me in the face and laugh about it. You know what I'm saying? And so, yeah, that's not okay. But she's getting to this, I don't know, she thinks it's funny. She thinks that irritating me is funny. And so, like, I have to teach her that's not okay. But, like, she's – I love her so much. She means well. She just – I don't know why babies do that with their moms. Like, it's so – are you okay? Um, and, you know, she's probably just getting back at me for all the times that I call her a ball-headed plankin. Oh, T-T-T. Yeah. So, she's just like, fuck you, mom. You call me a ball-headed plankin. So, you know, she's hilarious. But she – I was taking a shower the other day. And this is another thing about struggles. Like when you're when you're a parent, you really have no you have no time for yourself. I can't even fucking take a shower and Greenlee wants to stare at me and say boobies a million times because she's doing, <laughs> like <laughs> she, she'll come in there and she'll be like, boobies, boobies. Like, yes, thank you. And then she'll look at me and she'll laugh. And I feel like she's making fun of me. She's judging my body. But I'm like, girl, anything that you don't like, it, this was from carrying you. Right. Because Prince has got, given me no stretch marks. Like, I haven't, I'm not, Greenlee made me huge from the very beginning. She said, I, I'm choosing violence. You're bringing me You were also eating buffets every day. Okay. Don't call me out like that again. (laughs) Okay. I mean, I was there. (laughs) We both, okay, pause. Remember, we went to fucking Golden Corral one time. I have a video I've never posted anywhere. Oh my God. We were so broke. This is like going back to the last episode, like comparing (laughs) where we were then and now. Like, we literally had bucket of change of <laughs> motherfucking change and we paid to get into golden crowd like that i've never posted the video maybe i should later on but it was so fucking funny <laughs> yeah what the fuck and so that's the struggle you really just have no time for yourself but honestly i think it's how you view things like some people like struggle with being a parent because they don't see themselves with a child they want break a break a break when I when I picture me in my life, Greenlee's just my little sidekick. You know what I'm saying? So like I always, it, I don't know. It just your it's your mindset because a lot of people are like I'm so like I had friends who they get so stressed out by their kid, and that's okay. Like we're young, 
And a lot of my friends are younger than me. Like the, the one's friends that I was friends with a few months ago mm. that I'm not anymore. They were younger than me. Oops. This motherfucker wants to fight today. Um, but <laughs> so they would get stressed out and they want to pawn their kids off to their parents and stuff like that, which I'm no, 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 Tino shade. Like it is what it is. But I had to train my mind to kind of get in the routine of like, Greenlee is my little sidekick. You have to think of them like that. Otherwise, you're going to get stressed out in your head. Just like people are like, how is it being pregnant with Greenlee? Honestly, it's very simple because Greenlee is a simple child. Like she, she, yes, she has her moments, but she really is. Like if I'm pregnant, yeah, I'm pregnant and tired. She'll come in there and watch TV while I'm napping. Now she might try to open my eyes several times and say, <laughs> mommy, wake. But <laughs> eventually she's going to let me do my own thing. Um, so I think it's your mindset. And what advice would I give to my younger self? Fuck bitches and get money. And who asked? <laughs> Hold on, who asked that? Uh, Skylar underscore Ledger. Are you related to Heath Ledger? He was, you know, he was the he was doing the damn thing. Let's see. Is there anything else I can answer? That I, I think like? that wraps up today's episode, friend. You yeah, think? I think so. Oh, I'm gorgeous. A lot of these are redundant. Yes, they is. Wait, wait, wait. What's your favorite dessert? Uh, I love a cute and gorgeous cheesecake. <gasps> Shut up. I was going to say that. I love cheesecake. Say something else. I'm just kidding. I love cheesecake too. When mm-hmm. I was pregnant with Greenlee, I ate a whole one, the large one from uh, the grocery store. That's fucking crazy. And left no motherfucking crumbs. Okay, pause, pause. This is the last question. Underscore, sco- underscore, underscore Colton Hayes, what are your thoughts on the afterlife? Do you believe in heaven and hell? Yeah, I do. Yeah, same. Mm-hmm. So what do you think? heaven and hell is like though you know what the hell subject gets me confused because part like i know that some people say well it talks about in the bible but there's a lot of things that um back then we didn't understand now i really don't think that people go to hell i think that when you die anyways you you see i always imagine and this is just for me this is not for everybody i always imagine We live in a world that's so full of sin. This is like so, people would usually consider this hell. And so we're born sinners. And some people are brought up differently. Some people, their chemical brain, all that shit is so different than the average person, okay? So they can do the worst things and they can go their whole life never believe in God. And then they die and they see God and God asks them again. I don't feel like they go to this this hell where they're in flames and miserable i just i don't see that i don't i don't feel like god is would would allow that you know what i'm saying i think his love for us is greater than that but i also don't really know at the same time because i'm not educated on that enough like i'd have to really sit down and like talk with somebody to get a better understanding because if you ask my family they they strongly believe that but just like i've had suicides in my family and people think that they've gone to hell and i i can't i cannot get my head to wrap around the fact that I have cousins that are in hell. I just can't. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, I, I I feel you on that because honestly, growing up, that was something that I was taught too. Is like suicide was the ultimate sin. You went straight to hell, and like I just don't know how I feel about that either. And I, I mean, no one technically really knows because we're not dead. Um, but you know, I do believe that heaven is like paradise. So mm-hmm. I feel like it's gonna be your own paradise um at least that's what i hope and you know i i do agree with you on like the um earth being hell kind of because i've heard that logic and i do kind of resonate with that as well and like it does kind of um 
it is kind of conflicting because, you know, the Bible does say that God knows everything before it happens. And so it makes you wonder like, okay, so if God knew that this horrible thing was going to happen, did he plan for that? Like, or was this, was this part of his plan? And like, is there like salvation for that person? Are they, are they able to redeem themselves in the afterlife? And like, but then again, sometimes I think I'm like, okay, well, you know, there is God. So there's the devil. Maybe the devil kind of is able to intervene on God's plan. So I don't know. I definitely believe in the afterlife, but. I feel like we're both kind of just confused about what hell. And I feel like too, though, everybody's relationship with God or whatever their higher power is, is different. Like for me, I just, I had to learn that I focus on like the love God has for me and the love I have for him. I don't focus on like the rules. You know what I'm saying? Obviously like there's sins, but we sin every day and sin is equal. I strongly believe that. So whatever you think is a sin and whatever you're judging somebody, oh, you're going to go to hell for sinning. Well, you're also going to go to hell because you're judging if you really want to get it. Yeah. So it's like, I don't, I don't believe that. I I know that God loves us and that, and I love God. And so I don't focus on that. You shouldn't do this and you shouldn't do that. Well, it, it makes no sense because literally everybody sins. Like, I don't understand why the people will sit here and be like, gay is a sin for well, they had most people have this vision of god and for a long time i think growing up i felt like this i felt i didn't i wouldn't say i thought god was mean but i felt like i had to be careful about what i did and that's why i had anxiety growing up because i was like oh my god god's gonna not like me no god's love for us is so it's it's actually beautiful it's amazing and so for people that have this idea about like if you do this that god's gonna not love you that's horrible because that, that's just an awful way to live your life and so I feel like people that think like that, they live a miserable life, you know, because you're, you're not, you're, you're never fully understanding the love that God has for you. Because if you did, then you wouldn't think like that. And you wouldn't shun other people for having different beliefs than you either. Well, the thing is, is that everybody's a sinner. And so when people are like, oh, you're gay, you're going to hell. Well, bitch, you cheated on your wife. Yeah. You eat shrimp and pork. And so I guess I'll see you there. But it's like also like let people live their life. Like if God really did know everything was going to happen, then he knew I was going to be gay. Yes. And like why are you so pressed about what I put in my hole? My God-given hole. Yeah. Why are you pressed about that? It doesn't make any sense to me. So either we're all going to be there in hell or. And people have asked this question too. Like how does, how is Tasia so, how, how does she have a relationship with God? And then how are y'all best friends? Yes, I get that so many times. And that is my, my relationship with God is different than how people probably view it. Like, I don't go by these these strict rules, and I don't believe that people go to hell for this, and I don't believe those things. What I believe in is God and my love for Him and what He's done for me in my life, and yep. that's that's me. I don't believe in all these rules and regulations, and if you do this, you're, this is happening. I just don't. Well, also, the Bible was written by a, like a person, so like that could have been interpreted or written incorrectly and i know that there's also a lot of things that people say it's in the bible i've read the bible it's not even in there oh yeah oh my god so many people act like they've read the bible start to finish and they they fucking haven't and the thing is is like the whole gay thing gay is not even was like in the original hebrew uh text it did not mention homosexuality it mentioned it said uh men should not lay with little boy pedophilia and then somehow some homophobe translated that to homosexuality and like that's just not the case i know like we said we were going to go on in the wrap this one up but i think this one question would be helpful um because we both deal with this um maggie maggie three e's gross asked um what are some tips and tricks you and tasia use when you're both filled with anxiety and also somebody else asked what is anxiety to you how does anxiety feel to you so 
Okay, so this is gonna. This is actually a really good subject because um, the anxiety is, I think, what triggered my addiction with okay. alcohol and drugs. I used to not know how to control it, and I would fucking freak out. Um, but I am medicated, so that helps a lot. And this is probably not going to be much help, but being on medicine, I'm able to take it and go and and throw it away because my medicine will kind of it helps my brain with that. Now, if I'm not on medicine, I will I will obsess over my anxiety and and literally freak the fuck out. Um, and some people go to therapy because they have to learn how to cope. I did that and it never worked for me. Medication is the is the only thing that's ever worked for me. And this has been a, an ongoing battle since I was 14. So what is what does anxiety feel like to you? Um, anxiety for me um, is obsessive thinking about something is wrong okay. or in living in fear of everything's good now, but it's not going to be. And that is not okay. That's a miserable life. You know, and, yeah. and it's different things too. Like my anxiety also plays, like if you live with me, you can ask my husband, I put dishes like on top of the fucking cabinets and shit. Or like I'll, um, I'll put them in the damn, this is no joke, put them in the bathroom. Dish, like my anxiety, it makes my mind do these weird things and then I have no idea why I do it. It's mm, like, it's very okay. strange. Well, for me, anxiety is um, both mental and physical. I've not heard many people mention it being physical, but I have had a few. And so for me, anxiety is also like, you know, I'm obsessing over weight and food, weight and, food and like uh, what somebody thinks about this. Like, I don't, I genuinely don't care if people don't like me, but like when I'm having a conversation with somebody, I do kind of stress of like, did I sound like a dumbass? Did I say something wrong? Um, but my anxiety, it comes out of nowhere and like, for me, what like if you ever see me doing this a lot, like I'm rubbing like the muscles in the side of my fucking titties, I am definitely having anxiety. I don't know why, but I think like it, my stupid ass brain be thinking that just like massaging that muscle like releases the anxiety. I don't know. That's how my brain works. But um, I will have to like go out. For me, the best thing to do when I'm having anxiety is to go outside and ground myself in nature, like go on a, a little hike go through the woods. I love being around water. Water is so therapeutic to me. And so being outside, drinking water, or being around water, and also just like being by myself. Because sometimes I get like sensory overload when I'm around people and then there's loud noises and then there's like so much energy around me. Like when we go out in public and there's like five different people around, I'm like, who do I talk to? So I have to like break free and like, be with myself and take a deep breath so that would be my answer to you go outside be by yourself drink some water unless you can't be by yourself some people can't be by themselves while they're having anxiety um but also i'd be thinking i'm dying all the time so i have to like talk myself off the ledge i'm like okay you're not bleeding you're not throwing up uh you are breathing Uh, if you were gonna if you were gonna die you would have already died you've experienced this so many times just Deep breaths. I also love listening to frequencies. 528, my favorite frequency. Um, frequencies are so helpful. It's just like really calming. I love listening to them. Um, so definitely try that out. But uh, yeah, th- that's all the questions. A lot of them were redundant. So <sighs> thank you for tuning into this episode. Got anything to say, Make sure you guys rate, review, and subscribe and turn on your notifications. And we love you. And we can't wait for you guys to tune into our next episode. Bye, y'all.
Angie has made it easier than ever to connect with skilled professionals to get all your jobs projects done well. I absolutely love this because, you know, if you own a home, it can be really hard to maintain. It's hard to find people that can help you for a big project or a small. Well, whether it's in everyday maintenance and repairs or making dream projects a reality, it can be hard just to know where to start. But now all you need to do is answer that and find a skilled local pro who will deliver the quality and expertise you need. Angie has over 20 years of home service experience, and they've combined it with new tools to simplify the whole process. Bring them your project online or with the Angie app, answer a few questions, and Angie can handle the rest from start to finish. Or help you compare quotes from multiple pros and connect instantly, which means you can take care of just about any home project in just a few taps, because when it comes to getting the most out of your home, you can do this when you Angie that. Download the free Angie mobile app today or visit Angie.com. That's A-N-G-I dot com. Our kids have said to us since we've moved to Minnesota, we are far more active than we've ever been anywhere else we've ever lived. Moving to Minnesota opened up a lot of doors for us. Just this overall sense of community, of the values that you know Minnesotans have. It's a real accepting, loving community, especially with two young kids. See what makes Minnesota the star of the North. New residents share why they love calling it home at exploreminnesota.com slash live. Our kids have said to us since we've moved to Minnesota, we are far more active than we've ever been anywhere else we've ever lived. Moving to Minnesota opened up a lot of doors for us. Just this overall sense of community, of the values that, you know, Minnesotans have. It's a real accepting, loving community, especially with two young kids. See what makes Minnesota the star of the North. New residents share why they love calling it home at exploreminnesota.com slash live. <laughs> 